last time on Dice Heist. As Dirk bravely opens the manhole cover, the group gets assaulted by the smell of raw sewage mixed with a salty sea air. The gang heads down into the sewers, following the fresh trail of footsteps through the muck readying themselves for anything. Adam, not wanting to slow down Dirk, decides that Bertram and himself should stay back while Dirk moves ahead. The glint of a trash fire is seen up ahead, and Dirk decides to cast Message back to Adam, letting him know four kobolds are sitting around it. Bertram, the negotiator, strolls up into the light and tries to reason with them, but quickly learns that they have no interest in discussing things in a civilized manner. Bertram tries speaking to them with authority, but quickly learns that that was the last thing he should have done, as they rise and chomp down on something that turns them into giant rage monsters. Dirk rushes up ahead of Bertram to deal the first blow, but notices his attacks aren't as effective for some reason. One of the creatures shoves Dirk against the wall to make room for the other two to get past to Bertram. Bertram fights back with devastating results as his magical rapier does seem to fully affect them and shouts some inspiring words back to Adam, but they seem to have been lost on him as he misses his target anyways. As the fight rolls on, the creatures seem to have no better strategy than to just attack wildly and unpredictably. The group starts to take them out one by one. The last survivor gets distracted and tries to eat Zed, only to watch him poof away at the first strike. As the last one falls, the three are shocked at how much damage the creatures did before being stopped. Welcome back to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Nick, I'm playing Dirk Vilgoth, and he just had an interesting moment where he raged out and fried some cobalt brains. Over to you, Bronson. Hey everybody, uh, I'm Bronson, I'll be playing Adam Vadova, our rogue wizard here. Really just wanting to know... What the hell that glass was that the kobolds chomped down on, but I guess we'll find out. Maybe. Maybe. Aaron? My name's Aaron. I'll be playing Bertram Dirgestride, our resident bard, and uh, it smells. Over to you, DM. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that is very true. So as we come back into our sewers here with the three heroes just finishing off these uh, four kobolds that have attacked them. Uh, you are reminded again as the XD of battle is just kind of like waning down that it is smells really bad in here again. Uh, you feel the squish underfoot and you can feel the liquid. I'm not going to say water because it's definitely not just water seeping into your clothes and into your boots now. And it's just, you're definitely feeling icky now. Um, But Bronson noticing, uh, as Bronson mentioned, uh, Adam is curious about the glass that they chomped down on. Uh, Before you are the four dead bodies, if you guys would like to do any examining, uh, it seems fairly quiet as you wait for a moment to see if more will emerge or if anything else will happen. Okay. Uh, The moment after the initial combat, Dirk is just going to kind of stand up and look back to uh, Bertram and Adam after frying that kobold's brains. <clears throat> yeah, that's how you do it, guys. Alright, so... What do we do now? Do we call this in? Uh, yes, someone should tell Mudbreaker, and we should get 
we sh we have to go further or leave. I can't. I just. It's so gross. Dirk reaches down into the muck where he dropped his rapier and pulls it up and just kind of wipes it off on on the dead kobold. <laughs> yeah, so Dirk attempts to wipe it off on the dead kobold, but it just it, it won't all come off. It seems like it's seeped into the cracks of, you know, the workmanship and it's it's just it's not all coming out. It might be this rapier might be trash now. Um Hey, Adam, you, uh, you think you could help me clean this up real quick before we move on? Yeah, no problem. Okay, so yeah, now your rapier is finally clean with a quick cast of prestidigi prestidigitation. Jesus, yep. it's such a hard word to say. I'm like, uh, almost grasp the rapier with his gauntleted arm and just kind of wave his hand gently over it. And as his hand passes, the yuckiness, the muck disappears. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, you guys are left here with the dead kobolds. Um, yeah, are you moving forward? Are you checking out these bodies? Are you heading back? What's your next move here? Adam wants to grab some of that glass for sure. Okay. Yeah, so, Adam, go ahead and make an investigation check. You got it. Do they have any, like, bags or anything um, placed around where they were kind of sitting, huddled around that fire? Yeah, so you notice that there's some makeshift chairs kind of huddled around the fire. It looks like, you know, there's a boulder, uh, half of a crate that's broken. Uh, it does not look similar to the ones that you saw in the warehouse, though, you instantly okay. notice. Uh, it looks much older, uh, grimier. Um, and you do notice that uh, there's something hanging from the wall. It looks like some sort of tattered bag as well. Yeah, I just want to check, like, the crate in the bag just to be thorough. Yeah, so the crate is just broken. It was just being used as a seat. Oh, gotcha. Um, but the bag, yeah, you can kind of sift through that. Uh, Adam, what'd you get? I got a 21 for okay. the investigation. So, uh, you're able to carefully pry open their mouth and it seems whatever was in there that they crunched down on that was apparently glass, uh, most of it was swallowed. Um, but the one you're able to find a piece that was jabbed up into the roof of their mouth, um, that was still stuck in there, uh, and you're able to pry it out with your, uh, your toolkit. Uh, and as you look at it, uh, the glass seems very thin, like a small vial, very similar to the vials that you saw in the crate back in the warehouse. Okay. Hmm. Um, so it looks like they crunched down on some sort of very small vial and it, this is the effect of whatever was inside. Okay. Yeah, if uh, if Adam can, he would want to put like a piece of that into his mm -hmm. utility belt, bring it back to the precinct later, to the labs. Yep. Yeah, you can put it in a little evidence bag and take it with you. Um, Bertram, you're searching through this bag. Uh, and what you find seems to be like some spare clothing. Uh, you know, they're mostly rags. Uh, maybe a few blankets for warmth and uh, a few pieces of moldy bread in there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing really of note was in there. Okay. Um, but as you guys are kind of looking around this almost campsite, you don't really see anything else other than the glass in their mouth that shows evidence of what transpired back at the warehouse. Uh, I do know that you guys mentioned you were going to send this in to uh, your supervisor. Are you uh, sending him a message on your notepads? Yeah, Bertram will uh, go to take his out and then realize he has to touch clean parts of himself with dirty parts of himself. <laughs> Adam, do you mind calling this in? Uh, let Mudbreaker know we were attacked. They're dead now. Uh we need more people and also to side note does this really look like three kobolds could have broken into that warehouse I'm thinking well first 
Yes. I'll... I'll me- Adam will pull out his no- notebook, his journal. He'll mm-hmm. jot down a message to the uh, chief real fast. Basically telling him, like, yeah, we found four hostiles, uh, kobolds. We're going to... We're going to keep investigating the area, see if we find anything else, but I'll remind him in there, like, hey, we need we need backup. We need someone uh, down here in case there's more. Uh, okay. Uh, you get a message back. Roger that. Please send directions from entryway into sewers. Sending team now. Is it possible for Adam to literally draw a little map on this page and like just send the fucking like yeah. map over. Yeah. So actually, I'm gonna need you to make an intelligence check to do so, or a history check. Um, you could also spend one of your memory points to just instantly succeed on this. I, I'm actually. I think. Well. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Just because yeah. the worst thing would be if I gave my boss directions and they were horribly wrong. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. That would be bad. So yeah, you're able to instantly remember exactly the directions that you took to where you're at now uh, and send that over to Mudbreaker and you get a confirmation back. Um, So the team is on their way and they will be here as quickly as possible following the shortest route. I'm I'm thinking Bertram if if we don't if we don't find the stolen merchandise or anything else that may have taken my assumption would be that these four were Idiots? Here specifically to stop us. Or slow us down. I'm thinking the rest of what we need to find is probably further in here. Yeah, this is definitely a trap if I've ever seen one. It, oh, no. No, this is the worst trap any of us have ever seen. First of all, we could see it from leagues away. They add their own light source. I don't think... This may not even be related. Sometimes the best traps are the one that you think are not threatening. And then they turn out to be. That that still doesn't apply. <laughs> of course they were threatening. Adam's going to reach him in his belt, pull out that little uh, like glass shard from that vial, and look at Bertram. Whatever it was that they were chomping down on. Found this back at the warehouse as well. So I'm assuming they probably assisted in getting into the warehouse, but for the most part There has to be others. There has to be others in here. We need to keep going. There's just no evidence that points these kobold as our perpetrator. Yeah, well, uh, I guess we should keep moving. But uh, before we do, Bertram, uh, I think you could patch me up a bit. I got... Those guys got some good hits on me. Um... Sure. Were we going to take a rest... I don't know about you, but I don't think I would want to sit in the sewers for an hour. So if you wanted to take a rest, your best bet would probably be to head to the surface first before heading deeper. I'll leave that up to you guys because Adam's not hurting horribly. I know the, uh, our, uh, I don't even know what to call him. Our, uh, higher up, he, uh, wanted us to get down here as quickly as we can and get after it so if we go back up and just wait for an hour he's probably not going to be happy with us mm-hmm. uh, Bertram will just kind of touch the one clean spot he can find on Dirk there you are and I cast Cure Wounds second level you'll gain 13 now up to 23 there you right. go sweet nice thank you and maybe so everyone doesn't feel so uncomfortable, Adam will start prestidigitating uh, clothing and spots however many times he needs to to get 
it, it's never going to be 100% clean because at yeah, this it's point in the air. it's I probably mean, really soaked in. <laughs> you, you guys are breathing in this muck fumes and it's just, it's bad. But the prestidigitation might help make you feel a little bit better. Um, but as far as picking up the trail, if you guys would wish to do that from here, you can try and each roll a perception check to try to see what you can see. I'm going to okay. do it. Yep. Do it. Okay. 18. 12. Not the best. Uh, 12. Okay. I also got So 12. as you guys are peeking around, you find a few bits of the crate uh, in the area of, you know, you, you examine the wood and you're able to tell that it is the wood from before um, as you guys have been following like a bit of a trail of broken crate and you know, broken vials here and there. But uh, as this is kind of an intersection, you don't see it go off in any direction. Um, it's hard to tell. There's also a ladder heading up to the surface right here. Um, it's been a little bit used. Uh, Bertram was able to tell. But you could also make the assumption that these kobolds go in and out of the sewers at night. Um so that doesn't make sense that this is the way they went. Possibly it could be, but they could have just as easily gone down any of the other paths. So the problem that you guys are having right now is the foot traffic of these kobolds that you had just taken out uh, is kind of making it harder to tell where someone else could have gone. So you kind of are at a little bit of a loss as to which one of these three other directions it could go in or even up to the surface. So you're kind of, you know, at a standstill in your investigation right now. Right. All right. Uh, Dirk is going to real quick mm -hmm. climb up the ladder and take a look mm -hmm. up out of the sewers just to get an idea of where he is in the city because over the past few months he's been exploring the city and really getting familiar with everything. With you know, the whole surroundings, so he'll get an idea of where they're at, at least. Okay, yeah, so you pop your head up. Uh, go ahead and make an intelligence check with advantage. So, uh, 17. Okay, yeah. Uh, you pop your head up, and you see a business across the street. It's a little deli, uh, and you recognize it as being a few blocks uh, inland from the docks. So, you know generally where you're at, but this is, uh, this is coming up kind of in an alleyway across the street from that, that deli. Um, definitely would be easy for someone to come out under the cover of darkness and be unnoticed. Right. Can I do a quick investigation? See if I see any, like, pieces of crate or glass or anything that would mm -hmm. match what we saw in the yeah, go ahead and roll. Investigation. Okay. Uh, another 17. Okay. Yeah, so a 17. Uh, you look around and you don't notice really anything. Um, there is a lot of garbage kind of covering the ground anyways, uh, just in this alleyway. But you don't notice any trail of glass or, you know, any uh, footprints of any sort. It's just kind of grimy anyways, so it's hard to tell these small bits, you know, standing out in this this fill. Sure. Okay. All right, yeah, Dirk, Dirk will uh, close up that manhole cover or whatever and drop back down. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys, I didn't see anything interesting up there, but at least I got an idea of where we are, kind of. Where does it lead? Uh, it's up there uh, by this bakery. It's a couple couple blocks down from the uh, docks. Okay. And and uh, Adam's going to, like, modify his little journal map, if he can, mm -hmm. and uh, notify the chief that there's an entrance at that point, if they need to use it. Right. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, and you get another message back. Sending team now. Yeah, are you guys doing anything else kind of while you wait for the other teams to converge? Yeah, Adam wanted to try to take 
some samples off of like that ladder. Hopefully like looking or taking evidence from places that Dirk did not touch mm-hmm. on the ladder. Okay. Yeah. As to, as to not like just pick up his shit, but uh, yeah, want to want to see if like maybe there are any like possibly fingerprints. Um, okay. Adam really just wants to know if kobolds have grabbed onto these rungs. Yeah. Uh, recently. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to take down a little bit more information on that. Um, that we'll wait till you get back to the lab to roll on and see how that goes. Um, so just take note that you have this evidence from the the rungs somewhere. So okay. Uh, yeah. So Adam's got that information down. You've grabbed a little bit of evidence from the vials that they chomped down on. Um, and Bertram, was there anything you wanted to do while you're trying to think about anything but what you're doing right now? He's just trying to. He's trying to convince himself from not picking a direction of one of these tunnels and walking that way. Okay. Uh, fellas, we I mean, we don't know that they went to the surface from here, so should we not pick one? Hmm. May as well, I guess. Let's let's take a bit of a look here for a second. And uh, Dirk kind of wants to just look to see if any of the any of the pathways, if like the water looks more disturbed or if there looks like to be any fresh uh, scuffs from like crates or whatever against the walls anything like that um, based on your perception from earlier uh, you can make an investigation check to maybe improve your your chances here okay but initially you did not find anything of that nature so you can make an investigation check to see if you find anything okay. more Roll to 13 plus 7, so that's 2020. 20. Okay. So with your investigation check, you're really not able to determine. Um, you don't see any scuff marks from the crates. Uh, you don't see, you know, any more disturbed than, you know, what was created by these kobolds sitting around this fire um, or, you know, move, maneuvering around the sewers a little bit as I'm sure they were or you're sure that they were. Um and other than that, there's no sure indication. You don't find any sort of trail like before. Um, it, it just kind of seems to go cold here for some reason. Um, but there are there are three different pathways. So this intersection is an intersection with four um, pipes running into it. The one you came from and then three others. Uh, one heads further into the city and one kind of goes... Uh, to the left and the other one to the right. I say we just we go left. Very well. Should we should we wait for the reinforcements and tell them to go a different way? We should tell them to go a different way. But I don't think we should wait. Uh, and actually, as you guys are discussing that. Uh, you do hear footsteps coming down the sewer uh, from the direction you came in uh, as the reinforcement team of three uh, are now just showing up. And these are uniformed uh, individuals who, uh, you know, they have their weapons out and, you know, are ready for a fight. Uh, but then when they see you, they lower their weapons. Uh, and the one uh, walks up towards you guys and, you know, all clear. To this point. Let's see. Uh, all right. Fuck. What are these things? As he looks down at the uh, the kobolds. Well, they the, were the kobolds. The fuck they were. These <laughs> things are enormous. Yep. You're correct. Again, your feats of perception are astounding. So good to have you here. Yes, they are huge. We're well aware. As they tried to kill us. He he kind of gives you a small glare and then looks over at Dirk. Why does he always got to be such a dick? Yeah, that's that's Bertram for you. Anyways, I get cranky these... when I'm covered in filth. I will apologize later. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Ugh, fuck. All right. I guess we're going to clean these up. Uh, Gregor, get over here. And he motions to one of the other two, and 
Like, yep. Uh, pulls a pack off his back, and they start pulling out body bags and, you know, loading these four bodies into body bags to be sent up for further investigation. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. They're going to be busy doing this for a little bit. Uh, but they do mention that they heard there was another team being sent to the the sewer grate above. Okay. Great. Well, send them down one of these paths. We're going to take the left one, I suppose. If you hear screams or gunshots, uh, come help, please. Yeah. Yeah, the trail went cold here. So we're going to try this way. And then if you and the other crew want to try the other two paths here, then... Uh, we can maybe find what we're looking for. Um, go ahead and give me perception checks. Okie doke. 11. I have a natural one. Oof. Uh, 23. All right. So, um, definitely with a 23, you guys are able to, you know, travel along, but you're not really sure... You're not seeing any evidence of, you know, passage at all. But then again, it's the sewers, so you're not, you're not 100% sure there wasn't passage either. Uh, so you guys follow this for maybe like five minutes before you kind of have this moment where you're like, we're not seeing anything. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then, Dirk, you hear something up ahead, some motion underwater. <clears throat> All right, eyes up, boys. I hear something in the water. As he pulls out his rapier. Oh, and I'll pull out no. his rapier. I will as well. Gross. <laughs> and Adam's also going to, like, stick the tip of his rapier into the water and kind of <laughs> Ew. use it as, like, a <laughs> blind man's walking stick. Okay. So okay. If, he, if he taps against anything uh, sizable. <laughs> yeah. Or doesn't tap. On something, <laughs> floor's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, yeah. So you guys head up a little bit further, um, and you see the tunnel drops down a little bit, and it actually opens up significantly. Um, as it seems, there's two others kind of feeding into this larger tunnel, and the water is pretty high here. Uh, as you guys get to the edge of it, um. Adam, as you poke your rapier down, uh, it seems that it goes all the way up to the hilt before you touch the ground, so it's pretty much you're going to be up to waist high if you go into this water. Here. Nope. 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 <laughs> no. 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 All right. <laughs> all right. Hold on a second. I'm going to see if I can flush it out. And uh, Dirk's going to cast two cantrips. First, he's going to cast his mage hand. Um followed by a minor illusion and okay. so the minor illusion he'll make a I guess sort of like a frog or something near the edge of the water like inside the chamber mm -hmm. um, and then he'll use the mage hand to kind of like make a splashing sound where the frog illusion is okay if, how far uh, is this frog illusion away from you uh, I'd say I'd at least want it 30 feet from me if I, if I can. I okay. don't want it close. Okay, I that's fine. I just want it to reveal if there's a creature in here that will attack it. Okay. Um, yeah, so you don't hear anything else or see anything else as you're splashing with, you know, this, this frog illusion. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, do we want to keep going, or do we want to turn back? Trying to think of a better way to traverse. Well, this there are area. two other tunnels that we could check instead. Um, as you guys are discussing this, oh boy! <laughs> all of you need to roll a d twenty. Let me know who rolls the lowest. No, I have eleven. Okay. Eight. <laughs> Eight? Okay. Five. Oh, Bertram. Oh, uh -huh. no. 
<laughs> so as you guys are standing there on the edge, kind of talking, uh, Bertram, what's your AC? 16. 16. So a 17 would hit you. That's oh, that could that could not be more perfect. Um, so it could be. It could be better. This enormous <laughs> lizard just erupts from the water below and just is flying towards you and just ah! snags onto your leg. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. <laughs> firm yikes. Uh, so you take, ouch, uh, 15 points of damage. Ow. Okay. As it bites onto your leg and is now currently pulling you back towards the pool, uh, I need you to make a acrobatics or athletics check to break free from his jaws. Not 20 for 24. Okay, so you're able to quickly kick out with your other leg and, you know, you hit this giant crocodile right on the nose and are able to break free um, as it slides back into the murky water below uh, in this larger tunnel. Uh, and you're just kind of like, you, you fall in now, you're pretty much laying down, uh, your head's the only thing above the water, and uh, the other two are standing next to you. I'm scurry away from the edge. Isn't this some good quality music? This is Giants on the War March. Earth Shakers Go to War by Renee Van Toll from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game. Tailor-made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice. Holy shit! Bertram, you alright? No, 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 I'm not okay. Alright, let's get let's get it out of here. Come on. And he'll just kinda grab him from under the under the arm and kinda start pulling him away from where that uh where that okay. cock was. Yeah, so you start pulling him away, and as you kinda look back, you can see the crocodile emerges and is kind of floating on the top of the water its eyes looking down the tunnel at you. Uh, and it, it just, it definitely looks too large to fit down this small tunnel, so it just kind of, you know, floats back under the water after you guys are marching well, away. That was uh, about as bad as it could have happened. I think, I think I taste it. It's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should make sure to, well... Honestly, we should all make sure to sanitize any wounds we have. I can't imagine the sewer water is very good. Person just like looks down at himself, oh, yeah. and he can't even tell where the blood starts and the 
<laughs> Grime stops. Uh, I'm just gonna cast Cure Wounds on myself at first level twice. <laughs> yep, I have five health, so shit. Oh shit, nice, okay. Oh damn. That would have been great if you had been taken out by that. Mm. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it would have been like, funny. what if it just grabbed him and fucking like just took uh, him yeah. away? I yeah, I was gonna drown in and poop. then we'd have to like swim after you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what a way to go for Birch. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the most ironic way for Bertram to die. <laughs> It'd be like Bertram dying of cleanliness. <laughs> Irony. No, I I think. I think that the gods above would have uh, given you a natural 20 on your death saving throw because there's no way Bertram's <laughs> letting himself die in this filth. Uh, yeah, so we're, oh. we're hobbled. Well, now I can walk, but we're, we're making our <laughs> way back to the junction. Yeah, so you guys make your way back to the junction and you see the other team is still kind of like packing up the last of the kobold. Uh, the last cobalt that's on the ground, and um, they're like, "Holy shit! What had yeah, happened to you?" Thanks for coming. When you heard my screams, don't screen, go that way. Appreciate it. <laughs> we had that talk before. <laughs> we got a job to do, man. Uh, yeah, don't don't go down that way. There's a giant croc. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, sewers full of them. Wow. Yeah, th this this one was big. Like it couldn't fit through the tunnel. So, uh, oh shit. It, yeah. Man. Again, don't go oh, that way. Fine. Yeah. See, it, it, why it likes you... to jump I'm out. At go us. down on the others. <laughs> you make it really hard for me to feel bad for you, dude. You just told us to go die, okay? Come on, man. You're making it very hard. <laughs> I'm so filthy, I don't even have words. Okay, well. All right, come on, Bertram. Chill out. The other team went down this tunnel, and he points down the center tunnel. I don't know. They haven't come back yet. It's been like a couple minutes. I don't know if you want to go after them or not. Maybe they ran into another giant crocodile. You well, know, you never did know. Did you hear other screams? And it kind of smirks and... Uh, no, I don't think I've any heard any high-pitched girly screams other than yours. Great, nope. Great. Good, 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 good. Okay. Adam's going to start walking down that center tunnel. Yeah, I didn't even think it was coming from down that tunnel because I didn't think you, you know, there was a little girl that went with you, with you guys, so. I thought it was coming from up above, oh, you know. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Just, you know, keep... Rolling up those bodies. Maybe you'll be a cop one day. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if you ladies are... He shuts if up If you ladies are done <laughs> making fun of each other, we got a job to do. Come on. And uh, so Adam is going down the, the same tunnel that the other team went down. Is that... Okay, so yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll follow. Okay. We'll, we'll go check on them first and then... We'll check the third one. Okay. Uh, yeah, you catch up to them as they're kind of heading back, and they're like, nah, we didn't find anything this way either. You said there was, you know, glass and everything? We didn't, we didn't find any signs of travel or anything like that. Nothing on the walls. It just keeps going and, you know, stinks down here, man. Oof. Okay. You don't say. Come with us. We'll go check out that last one. Yeah, so you check out the last one, and it's pretty much the same thing. You're not really sure which way they could have gone. I mean, I guess it's possible they could have gone past that croc, but you never know. It's probably our best bet at this point to regroup at HQ. Yep. I can run some tests in the lab, and we can order blueprints or a layout of the sewer system. See if we can kind of mentally pick up where we left off here in the sewers, try to see if there's any places of note that these three tunnels lead to. And they go from there. We've searched two of the tunnels? Uh, you you did, you did eventually searched all three. Um, and your evidence is kind of just... There's no you have no idea which direction they went in, so... It's pretty much cold right now. 
Oh, good. Would you would you be against me using an intuition point to try to like glean more glean more information somehow? I'm t I'm trying to think of like a uh, way to make it make sense, but yeah, I mean, if you'd like to, you can do that. Um, so your intuition is that they didn't go down any of the three tunnels. Ooh, that is your instant intuition, because I mean, in your in your experience, right? The evidence all says that this didn't happen. So, why not just assume in your head that this didn't happen? That's kind of where your train of right. thought leads you just now, as you so use then, that intuition okay. point. So then, Adam uh, would mention to all the others present, we should check for hidden entrances down here as well. Because if we're not seeing any evidence of these kobolds, going through either either three of the tunnels that's got to mean either they've gone up to the surface or they've taken a path we've not seen somewhere around here for all we know there could be an entrance underneath the water that leads further in who would build that there's, there's no way no way <laughs> somewhere well, else we'll have to find it let's think for a second uh, the other evidence that we found up there. It didn't look like a normal break-in. Things didn't match what were in the surroundings inside the warehouse. It looked like the break-in was from inside, using a little bit of acid, but mostly busting out from inside. So I'm not, I'm not sure this was a uh, typical heist. This, this, this feels fishy. Can definitely agree with that. I'm thinking it's possible someone, someone sent someone else a very acidic shipment. I'm thinking it could be something living, or perhaps magically automated that broke out of its own shipping container or was let out and then things kind of went from there Dirk did it did it seem like there was a fight in the warehouse it, it or or just one destruction like it. remember the uh the guard that was stationed there claimed she was sleeping but based on how close her office was and it had a complete view of the warehouse I I don't see how uh, somebody busting in like that couldn't have woken her. So th this this all sounds like some sort of setup. I'm not sure what or why, but it. Yeah, we're definitely missing. Uh, there's one more pieces. thing that I'm not sure that we taken note of when I was inside the warehouse. I saw that you know a one of the bay doors across the way were open. So, uh, it very well could have been somebody got in through that way and came out through blasting their way through the hole. But, mm, yeah. yeah, it's... Well, in that case, that changes things a lot if the bay door was open. Yeah, they could have easily gone in or out or... Or maybe that was opened after the fact. I, I don't know. We should have should go back and check that out. We should. Because that brings up another question. If they did get in through the bay door, why the need to go out through the wall using acid? And the bay door was open when we were there, but that doesn't mean that it was open during the also, as much as I'd like to continue this conversation here in the filth and muck, uh, we should look for any secret passageways and then get the hells out of here. I agree. I second that strongly. All right, let's give it one more look and let's get out of here. I'm going to um, inspire Adam. 
how how long does uh, bardic inspiration last? Because you you hit me with one of those last time and I never used it. Let me double check. Yeah, that's the bane of being a bard. Is no one uses the inspiration, <laughs> so you have a feat. That sure that doesn't. <laughs> um, it lasts for ten minutes. Okay, so that's probably gone. Yep. Uh, but okay, so. Bardic inspiration to Adam, and Adam's gonna start searching for a secret. If I can give him inspiration and place. also look, I'd like to do that, but he's better at... Yeah, so what we're gonna do here, which one of you has the best investigation? Because we're just gonna give uh, them advantage, uh, as the other two are kind of uh, just giving the help plus action. plus seven. So. Okay. And I'm as okay. plus nine. Okay. Nope. <laughs> See... So yeah, uh, <laughs> probably be best for Adam. You're gonna have an advantage on this roll, all right. Uh, and you also have that bardic inspiration. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, okay. yeah, I'm gonna use that probably because right now it's at thirteen. So that's a D six. Mm-hmm. No, mm -hmm. D eight. D eight. Mm-hmm. You rolled a four with advantage? Oh, uh, no. I Sorry, I actually forgot to roll advantage. Hey, a five. There we go. Oh, so Fuck on a cracker, uh, 14, dude. 14, and then with Bardic Inspiration, we're at 16. Okay, so with a 16, you're able to kind of look around, and you're getting a good look. With the three of your help, Bertram's kind of looking on the walls, uh, while Dirk and Adam are looking under the muck a little bit more. Uh, and you guys can't quite find any sort of secret doors or anything like that. Um, you're not really sure if there is. I mean, you find plenty of cracks in the walls, but those seem to be just be, you know, the seams of the piping or even just, you know, breakage over time. Uh, but you, you'll come across a small crack and you're like, oh, is this it? And it's just, it's just a crack. So um, you're not able to find any sort of entrance or exit out of the sewers mm. here. Got that is hidden. Yeah, I'm I'm starting All to right. think that uh, we've been sent on a wild goose chase here. This feels like uh, this was set up to distract us. Uh, as you guys are kind of discussing, uh, the manhole cover above opens up, and peering down at you with his short stature is uh, Sir Mudbreaker himself. Oh, good. You guys done playing around in the mud? Yeah, we're uh, ready to get the hell out of here. <laughs> sure. You find anything useful, at least, other than these supernatural kobolds? Yes. We have? And Adam's gonna reach into his utility belt, pull out that uh, shard of glass. Okay. Well, at least you got something. Uh... Well, head on up. We'll get you back to the station. Uh, we got a we got a quad motor waiting for you here. Give me your keys, and I'll have someone sent to go pick up yours and bring it back to the station for you. Who would have the keys right uh, now? Pro probably Dirk. Probably Dirk. Dirk will just uh pull the keys okay. out. Uh, see that they're all covered in grimy stuff. Uh, Adam, I don't I don't want to give the boss the the keys all gross like this. You mind? Giving me a hand here. <laughs> yeah, Adam will put his gauntleted uh, hand over the keys. Cast prestidigitation. All right, here you go, sir. And yeah. Dirk will just toss the keys up to him. I'm going to climb up the ladder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adam will follow. Yeah. So you guys are all climbing out of the sewers, and you, uh, you quickly take a moment. Uh, I'm sure Adam will help by prestidigitating you guys um, and they get you in the back of a of a quad motor there's like tarps laid down all over the place so that you guys aren't <laughs> making too much of a mess but uh, and then you guys are taken back to the precinct if you have nothing else you'd like to do here don't think so okay uh, yeah so as you guys are pulling up to the precinct uh, it's a very large building in front of you um, there's lots of stone and brickwork on it. Uh, there's a few statues of various uh, members of the law enforcement 
that have come before, kind of stationed on either side of the entrance, you know, saluting you as you enter. Uh, but as you walk in, uh, it's this very busy sort of building. Uh, there's several different open cubicles kind of stationed around with several desks. You hear ringing as, you know, different magical devices are going off here and there. There's constant chatter going on, papers flopping all over the place. It's just kind of like this cacophony of noise. Um, and it's uh, you guys have become used to it, uh, but you instantly know that uh, your first step should probably be to go to the locker room and take a shower and get changed. Mm-hmm. So as you do that, uh, you guys head over there, get in, get yourself showered off, uh, changed, and then you head back over to your own uh, office that's on the second floor uh, near the laboratory. Adam's going straight to the lab. <laughs> so yeah, as you guys are heading up to the lab, Adam, you say you're heading directly there. Um, you walk past your own office where there are five desks kind of set up, one for each of you, and then also a last one for Mudbreaker. Um, and the other one is kind of unoccupied at this time. Uh, but you guys head off uh, past there and into the lab just down the hall. Uh, Adam, you walk in as they are autopsy. They're kind of cutting into one of the cobalts that is on the table right now. Uh, and one of the examiners kind of looks over at you and just, oh, nice to see you back. You mind uh, giving me a hand here? Animal nod and uh, step over. He'll put on some, he'll take his gauntlet off mm-hmm. and he'll put on some, uh, I don't know, fucking autopsy gloves, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, he gets on his his gear and some and an apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> grab grab a scalpel and uh, a magnifying glass, maybe. So you bring that over, and he has currently begun scalping this this creature. Um, like to get to the brain, not just to get to the brain, but to also look at the skull right now. Uh, so he pulls back the skin. And he's showing you this. He says, see this? These are all fractures along the skull. You can see there's even full separation in some areas. It's as if it was forced to grow too quickly. Somehow that enlargement you, you mentioned, it wasn't just magical. It was, it was physical. And it, it caused some serious damage to their skeletal structure. Um, and he, he shows you a few. Um, he points out, you know, the, that the bones all over the skeleton have been kind of like just expanded too quickly and are, you know, very fragile and broken in mm-hmm. some areas, you know. Uh, they also uh, cut in a little bit further into the brain and they're able to, you know, see that there's there's been some severe brain damage even before your assault on them that killed them. Um, just from the enlarging. So... Basically, what you're getting from this enlargement process is that it was definitely not reversible and that it was fatal to begin with. They had a matter of, you know, hours before they would have died just from taking that whatever drug they took to enlarge themselves. Uh, And we're going to leave Adam kind of chatting with the examiner here. Uh, Dirk and Bertram, what are you each doing once you get yourself cleaned Uh, up? Dirk wants to take a quick uh, visit to the infirmary, just kind of get patched up if he can. Okay, yeah, not a problem. Yeah, same. Okay, so yeah, you guys go to the infirmary. Uh, you guys get bandaged up pretty well. Go ahead and take the uh, um, effects of a long rest. In addition, uh, you each can have the equivalent of a healing potion uh, applied to you as well. So 2d4 plus 4. You said a long rest? Did you mean short rest? Okay. okay. Short rest. I'm sorry. Short rest. That's what I meant. I'm like, sorry. There's no need for that. Yeah, you guys each get the equivalent of a short rest. And also, if you need it, you can add an additional. I mean, roll the health potion first because, you know, 
savior right. at dice, I guess. But so it's two d four plus four. Mm-hmm. I guess. I think that's what a health potion is. I'm guessing right now. So. I think it's two d. Okay, then do that. That sounds good. Two d four plus two. <laughs> it's okay. okay. We only blade. That. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like this is literally my life. Uh, yeah, two d four plus two. The the modifier is always okay. the number of potions you're taking, or sorry, the number of die. Yeah, number of dice. I'm gonna spend three hit dice till you get to the big big ones. Cool. All right. So, uh, was there anything else you guys each wanted to do once you get kind of patched up while Adam is kind of chatting with the examiner? Um. Bertram's just going to uh, take while being patched up or after. He's just going to kind of write down mm-hmm. the, with train of events his interview with um, the kind of warehouse uh, foreman and also the guard um, just so he can mm-hmm. keep those details as accurate as possible. Just doing good cop stuff. Sounds good. Yeah, I get you. So just keeping some notes. Dirk, was there anything special you wanted to do after getting um, patched up? Dirk has an hour to work with. He'll uh, he'll mm-hmm. go find find a quiet spot and uh, begin casting. Uh, find familiar to bring Zed back. So I'll take about an hour. And he's up. I do okay. have the uh, components for that. I have a couple. Okay couple uses of that still i'll uh, take off one of the uses i think i have two more sounds good so yeah you can head back to your office uh as bertram uh is still kind of chilling down in the infirmary um and you can you know set up at your desk Mudbreaker's not in right now he's busy off doing something else so you're pretty much alone as adam's down with the down with the examiner okay, sure. Uh, so Adam, was there anything in particular you wanted to take some time to investigate while you're in the lab? I know I kind of just threw you into that, uh, you know, autopsy situation, but that was just kind of an introductory into, you know, you kind of going into the lab. So was there anything you specifically wanted to take a look at while you were here? Um, I'd want to go over the, at least one of, one of the kobolds bodies myself, um, performing an autopsy as best I know how. Um, And this would be probably after the actual expert, the actual medical examiner has gone over them Mm -hmm. that way. That way I'm not like ruining a fresh one uh, for the examiner, (laughs) but I would do that. And then I would also want to try to use the lab equipment to like analyze that shard of glass from the vial. Okay. Yeah. So as you go over the, a body by yourself after the examiners had a chance to do so. Um, you're able to confirm basically everything that the examiner was telling you before uh, about these kobolds and what happened to them. You can also tell that there is some severe malnourishment, which isn't surprising, as you know that kobolds are generally make generally make up the homeless population. Uh, there's very mm-hmm. few kobolds succeeding in society. It's a real problem in the city, but. Uh, there's some severe malnourishment, several teeth are broken off, you know, like, they they look much older than they actually are, stuff like that. Right, right. Rough life. Rough life, yeah. Um, in addition, you are able to, as far as examining the bodies, you're not able to find anything else telling. Um, you do find another shard of glass in another one of the kobold's mouths, though, um, and it is very similar to the same piece that you took out. Seems like it was broken off from a vial. Fairly thin, you know. Perfect. Uh, I'll collect that too, I guess. Yeah, so you can... You take some time to examine it, and you notice that there's still some substance on the vial. Uh, Good. And you're able to take a small sample of it. Uh, And as you do so, you know that you can send this off to um, one of the other uh, examiners and also technicians, 
and they'll run some tests to determine what this is. Is there any chance I'd be able to run the tests, take the time to like run the tests on this myself? Yeah, first? that's fine. You can do that. There's all the equipment is available in all the labs and stuff. So uh, go ahead and you can use your uh, alchemy skill. Or what, what was that? The alchemist toolkit that yeah, you that, have proficient in? Yeah, that, that, yeah. Yep. So go ahead and make a roll with that uh, to determine if you can figure out what substance this is. Okay. Uh, so. Well, what's my base ability that I'm using? Uh, yeah. Be intelligence. Okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool. Rolled an eight. And that'll give me 11, 14. Okay. So with the 14, you're able to kind of fill out a sheet um, of all the different markers and stuff like that uh, that, you know, make it unique, test it against a couple different, you know, tests. Um, and then the sheet is normally sent off to Alchemco, who is the company that kind of manufactures all these different sorts of alchemical uh, products and all that and has a database that it can match what you give it from the sheet to give you a better estimate of the substance that it is. So uh, you send this off via a tube in the lab, um, and you know it'll take a little while be to get an answer back on what exactly it is. All right. Dope. And uh, I, I would, with the remaining shard or shards of glass, I would bag those up and, and pass them along to the rest of the you know, uh, what are they called? Mm -hmm. Crime investigation team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they're hard at work. They're kind of uh, evaluating. Forensics. Yeah. The forensics <laughs> team. Thinking. Yeah. They're hard at work kind of evaluating all the different evidence that they picked up. They stayed a little bit longer than you guys did, picking up a little bit more here and there, um, examining a bunch of different stuff. So um, as you guys are all kind of wrapping up the the things that you were doing after a little over an hour's worth of time, um, you get a message on your, uh, notepad from, uh, Mudbreaker again. And it's basically saying to meet in the, uh, the conference room in five minutes as you guys are going to be briefed on the evidence that's been collected so far. Cool. Uh, so that's actually where we are going to leave you as you guys are all coming into the, uh, the conference room to discuss with Mudbreaker and also the other investigators, uh, not the other investigators, I'm sorry, and the, uh, the techs and forensics team that, uh, has been combing over everything. So. Okay, cool. All right. So, Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with this more investigative side of things. I think yeah. it'll be a lot of fun as we go forward. Um, but there's definitely going to be a lot more action coming up, too. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for listening, and talk to you guys later. See you guys. Bye. See you next yeah. time. Goodbye. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. Our next episode will be released on Sunday, June 6th at noon. I want to give a special thanks to Nick for letting us use the song Something For Now, which we use both in our intro and you can hear it playing right now in our outro. Uh, I'd like to give a thanks to my wife, Erica, for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes and her additional help writing flavor text for me as... Sometimes I just kind of drop the ball on that, and she helps pick that back up for me. I'd like to thank BattleBards.com for their help improving our show with their enormous library of background noise, battle music, and also other sound effects that we use here and there throughout the show. I want to mention again that 
we are always looking for listener submitted items that I can give to the players. Uh, anything you come up with, I will at least consider giving to them as a magical or technological item that they can then use in the show. And you will definitely get a, a shout out if you create an item for us, and we thank you very much for adding this nice bit of uniqueness to the show. Don't forget, check us out on Twitter at Dice underscore Heist and on Facebook at Dice Heist Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us there, or, of course, you can always send us an email at DiceHeistPodcast at gmail.com. Currently, we are still running our giveaway for two owl keychains, two scale mail dice bags, and two sets of dice. So we'll have six different items and six different winners. All you have to do to enter to win these items is like, share, and follow one of our posts, either on Twitter or on Facebook. Doing this gets you a chance to win one of these wonderful items on top of helping us try and spread the word of our show so that other people that you know can enjoy it as well. And as always, stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist. They come out every Sunday, and we even sometimes submit a bonus episode on Wednesdays. Oh yeah, and there's one last little blooper from me not being able to do math.